Burke Childs. I was born in Mill Road, Wellingborough in 1911. My dad was a builder and my mother her housewife. We moved to Findon in 1921 and we lived in, in Wellingborough Road where buds and blooms are now. I learnt the apprenticeship skills of building and my pay was five shillings for the first two years of apprenticeship. I then spent two years as an improver and my pay increased by two shillings. I left school at 14 and qualified when I was 20. I had to pay for my own clothes with the money I earned. I went to Wellingborough Technical College three nights a week after working during the day and studied building, building quantities, general building and maths. We had a gang of builders in Wellingborough Road on land where Minnie's shoe factory had stood. The factory was burnt down when I was when I was about seventeen. We were responsible for building a number of properties. There used to be six butchers here, and I think that Shelton's had two butchers. They also owned a, a slaughterhouse in Regent Street. I recall that Stanley the postman lived in Lime Tree End. I think that they, I think that they had bought Findon Hall as an ecclesiastic retired parson's retreat. It stood empty and deteriorating for years. Wartime memories. I remember making blackout frames when Chamberlain declared war in September 1939. We used packing case lining and we put heavy line curtain at the windows. We used to have air raid wardens walking round telling you off if you smoked a cigarette in the street. I was first stationed at Inverness, Lord Lovett's Castle, and was in the Royal Engineers. I worked at Liverpool Docks directing the cargo as to where it should go. This was in our training days. I remember June the 8th, D-Day, and the landing of infantry craft from New Haven where we were stationed, waiting for the invasion. At Armadeus, where the Mulberry Harbour was, we were, forced, we were forced to wade up to our necks and onto the shore. We then had to walk for several kilometres through sectioned off tapes where land had already been checked for bombs. When we eventually got to camp, we had to make our own billets while our clothes dried on us. I was then in a party that went on to Rotterdam. We were at Brussels when 4,800 flying bombs were dropped and I dived when the billets were blasted. There was glass everywhere. The next story is anonymous. Some of our neighbours included Ma Berwick, ET correspondent, Mrs Main, then Mrs Bollard, Mr Wheatley, who had two daughters and a son. We lived in the same house until I was 14. I went to find an infant school, which is now the junior school, then on to Wellingborough Road, which later became a secondary school. I remember that the headmaster was a Captain Sutton. I also remember dancing around the Maypole and the May Queen being crowned. I went to Sunday school at what is now Dr Spencer's house, and the boys went to the boys' school. We sometimes had to go to church from Sunday school. 
when I think back to how many shots we used to have, there is a big change. There was Mr Cox's general store on the corner where the health centre is. Across the road in the square there was a water pump and two massive stones beside it. Everyone who had horses, etc. used to use it. Mr York, the blacksmith, as well as Mr Dawson, had premises in Well Street. I remember Mr Dawson beating the anvil and singing at the top of his voice. He was really pleasant. My parents had a small holding during the war and I worked for my dad in Thrapston Road. He kept all manner of things including pigs, calves, hens, rabbits, dogs and cats. In those days people were registered with us for eggs. The police called every month to ensure everything was legitimate. I enjoyed doing the work. There were two stone cottages and Chamberlain's lived in one. Where Halifax's now was a sweet shop owned by Mr Gallop. He was a really big man. He sold bottled sweets of every sort and chocolates and I remember him as being really nice. I remember the houses in Eastford Crescent being built, but many of them by Marriott's whilst Bert, Bert Charles Fire built some. Miss Wilson. I was born here in 1918 and went to Molso Infant School, then the Girls Junior School, and then back to Molso Senior School. I had one brother and one sister. My dad worked as a shoe operative at the co-op, which was then at the bottom of Office Road. We always respected our parents, and I feel that we had good parents. We had to go to Sunday school, and I was a Sunday school teacher later on. We always had a week away at the seaside every year. After church and during my teenage years, a group of us would walk to Findon Station. A few trains would stop there at that time, I had happy days at Sunday school. At Sunday school, a treat would be a parade around Bindon. Afterwards, there would be sports in Station Road. The old price, bright, prize brass band played in the evenings, and Mr. Remington was the conductor. My time in the Entertainment Society started in the junior dancing group, and I belonged to this for a number of years. Again. They were very happy times. Mum stayed at home to care for us and this was the usual thing to do in those days. Very few women went out to work. During the war, I was a member of the Women's Land Army and I used to be up and work and at work by 6.30 and during harvest time. We would be working until late in the evening. I enjoyed the Land Army and I felt I was doing my bit for the country. We used, to, we used to keep hens to supplement our living. When war was declared, we carried gas masks to Sunday school and they were kept in a cardboard square box. I remember planes going over when Coventry was bombed. Findon and Findon Entertainment Sunday school service was, was resumed after the war to try and build things up again. Hearst Cuttles Band used to play down at the Star Hall every Thursday night. We also used to play badminton in the Star Hall. We used to go to the pictures in Wellingborough on a Saturday night. Buses ran much later in those days. I feel that pavements were much tidier in those days. And litter is more of a problem now. It is sad to see shops closing here. Traffic is heavier now and I feel that we could really do with a bypass. I'd far rather keep our town as it is than build houses on our outskirts. 
I think that we have a good variety of things happening, including over 60s, Derby and Joan, Brownies, Rainbows, Ting Dean Entertainment Society, Ramblers, Towns Women's Guild, Women's Institute, Cricket Club, Football Club, Darts Team, British Legion, Tennis Club, Keep Fit, Yoga, Line Dancing, Pilates and St John's Ambulance. Roma Pierce, born 1918. Father, Conrad René, mother, Edith Lydia, both of High Wycombe. Father worked as a foreman for a furniture maker, whilst mother worked as a pushchair worker, making the seats. My grandfather used to make Windsor chairs. He would engrave his initials on the bottom of the chair. Uh, my uncle was a head gardener for Benjamin Disraeli. I also had a sister-in-law who was a seamstress dressmaker for a duchess. I had two cousins who worked on the Windsor Castle estate. I had also had a sister who lived until she was 103. I attended Priory Road Board School. This was an elementary school which was run by professional people like doctors, nurses and professors. I didn't like school as I was terribly shy. I worked on a press in a laundry factory having left school at the age of 14. However, when war broke out, our work there changed dramatically. The government removed and then stored away all the laundry machinery and replaced it with machinery for making telephone cords and cables for the Navy, Army and RAF. I carried out this work for six years. You weren't allowed to give notice and leave unless you were ill or having a baby. After the end of the war, the government brought back all the machines. Of course, the original people were still there, but I didn't stay. I met a boy when I was age 17. He was living with his mother, who had separated from her husband. She moved to the seaside, so of course her son, my boyfriend, moved with her. We had corresponded for a couple of years. He then wrote to me and told me that he had fallen in love with another girl. This was before the war. When war broke out, he joined the RAF and was initially stationed at High Wycombe. 